Good afternoon and welcome to the Across the Line podcast. My name is Liam Mickle. I'm David Peters. And week one is officially, well not officially, it's almost over. We've had Thursday and um, Sunday football gone. Um, what we plan to do with this podcast, kind of have two separate episodes during the week. One to specifically go over the last week and then the other going over the Monday night football. And, and our then, predictions. And then our predictions going on for the next week. Keep our podcast short. Easy to listen to and um, easy to follow as well, too. So we're going to be going over some of the games that happened this week. Um, essentially all of them, but one. Um, starting off with the first game, the Bills at the Rams. Um, Bills were two-and-a-half-point favorites, and boy, was that a good call for whoever the experts were. 31-10 um, to 10 was your final score. Um, we'll kind of just go over this one. Um, David, you had the Bills winning. Yep, I got it right. So that, this was my upset pick, um, kind of just an easy one to pick as an upset because you don't know you don't know who the better team is going into week one. Um, Josh Allen, 26 of 31, 297 yards, three touchdowns, two picks, five incompletions. That is crazy. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. Stafford then, struggled. I mean, 29 of 41, 240 yards, a touchdown, but three picks. Those three picks, that those changed the game. Did uh, he was sacked seven times for a loss of forty nine yards? Wow! So um, just Bills look like the best team in the NFL. I've said that since the beginning. The Bills are by far the best team until proven otherwise. Okay. Alrighty. Um, kind of just moving on to the next game. Going into Sunday's games, uh, we got the Saints traveled to Atlanta. Um, didn't look like they were going to pull through on this one, but came up clutch at the very end. Jameis Winston was 23 of 34 with 269 yards and two touchdowns. Those two went to Michael Thomas on both times. Michael Thomas is back. Um, Marcus Mariota didn't look too bad passing the ball. Didn't have too much, um, didn't have any turnovers, didn't have any touchdowns. Um, you know, spread the ball out pretty evenly. The Saints fell behind pretty early, right? Like that was, yeah. it was tw- no, that was not 23. That was the uh, Colts game. Which we will get into later. Yep. Um, we both had the Saints winning this one. Um, I really am not did not expect the Falcons to do that well. I didn't really watch the game too much in depth, um, so it's hard to tell if the Saints just didn't play up to standard or the Falcons just played very well. So, any any thoughts on this one, David? No, I didn't really watch any of the morning games, so it's like I don't know too in depth what happened outside of the scoreboard and you know stats. So. All right, which gets us to our next game. The 49ers travel to Chicago. Um, the Swamp is what we'll call it in this game. Um, David, I'll let you kind of just talk us through how this game went. So, uh, uh, me and John were there. It was a... Uh, Mr. John. <laughs> it was a great game in the second half. Um, the first half, I was kind of getting pissed off. I think I texted the group chat at one point. We want Nagy. Trade Fields. Trade Fields. Then uh, immediately after I signed that, Justin Fields throws that uh, 51-yard touchdown to uh, Dante Pettis on the side we were sitting, and all was well. Those conditions are bad. Probably the worst I've ever seen a football field ever. Um, the, t- the TV did not do a uh, do justice. It was worse in person. Yeah. Um, I mean, Soldier Field, the worst, one of the worst fields, minus FedEx Field in the league. I don't know. So. We were watching the water just drain on people. It was, it was bad. Mm-hmm. Guys taking their shirts off and running through it. And then it, it was uh, it was an interesting uh, game. Kicking was not a thing yesterday, really. 
Uh, Bears got a penalty I never knew before. You can't use a towel to dry the field off, or I didn't know that was a thing. And they lost 15 yards, and they're not out of field goal range right before halftime. Uh, not too much else, really, because it, it, it was not good football, to say the least. Fields played decent, struggled that first half. I think he went to the halftime at 19 yards. Um, interception and like four completions or four attempts or something. Yeah, so um, Fields did end up with 121 yards off eight completions, 17 total pass attempts. So it was eight completions, nine incompletions, a little under 50%. Um, Just didn't really look like the Bears ran too many plays. No. I was looking here at the stats. The defense carried it. The first drive of the 49ers, Jalen Johnson forced a fumble that Jaquan Brisker recovered. That's only a good pick for the Bears. He made a lot of plays, played every single snap on defense. Uh, Eddie Jackson gets a pick. And Bears' defense was swarming the ball. It was nice to see. Halftime adjustments are something that happened yesterday that Matt Nagy didn't do. So, uh, now, time for the Bears to continue their 20-0 run this year. What do you think, Liam? You didn't watch the games either? You were... Um, I, yeah, I didn't really watch the game, um, which gets us to our next game, Eagles at Detroit. Um, I did go to this game about four hours away from my college. Um, you know, I'll, I'll pull up the stats just to kind of give you guys some numbers. But, you know, Eagles, clearly a better team here. Um However, with that being said, I do think the Lions are a very good football team. Um, They're kind of flying under the radar. Um, Very physical team. And, you know, with the Eagles' offseason strategy, kind of just less less practice, um, more just like staying healthy and mental reps. Um, You know, that that really wasn't a horrible idea. No major injuries in this offseason for the Eagles. didn't Miles Sanders have like his first touchdown since week 16 yes, of 2020? So, um, the run game uh, looks can be deceiving. I know Jalen Hurts didn't have a touchdown pass, but all four drives that ended up being a rushing touchdown, we passed the ball down to the inside the 10, and we were able to use our number one offensive line to push through. Um, we had four different ball carriers. Um, first it was Hurts, then it was Sanders, then it was um, uh, Gainwell and Scott. Um, that got in. I think it's the first time that's happened since 1961, wow. which was the Eagles against the Cowboys, um, which is kind of a cool stat. Um, you know, all four of your ball carriers were able to get in to score. Um, Miles Sanders, kind of kind of interesting to see him. Uh, 13 carries and 96 yards, um, leading rusher and a touchdown. He averaged seven and a half a carry. Um, A.J. Brown, 10 catches, 155 yards. No touchdowns, but again, there wasn't. He got us down to the goal line twice. Um, same with Goddard, so I, I wasn't really too mad at that point. Um, Can I ask a question real quick? Yeah. So you, uh, you said that uh, in the you all season that the, this year depends on how Hurts does. What did he show you yesterday? Anything, you know, concerning? Anything, you know, like anything opposite? Um, so what I will say, um, he, didn't, he didn't make us lose the game, which was a problem last year. He didn't turn the ball over. Um, only good things were coming off of his throws. Um, there was no negative. There really wasn't any negative plays in this offense. But I will say, which I don't really know how much of a factor it was, it was a sold-out crowd. Um, it was very loud. Uh, I think we had about three delay of game penalties and then three 12-minute huddle penalties, which is crazy to think um, you're a professional team. Those you are stuff still that you one control. off of that. Wow. Yeah, it, and again, we 
We played I this is probably if this if we played this game last year, I think we would have gotten steamrolled. Like this it's just one of those games where, you know, this this team is so talented that it doesn't matter if you have six penalties that shouldn't have happened that had nothing to do with the play, you're still able to come um, come and make a play. Um the Eagles defense I think it's more of a scheme. You know, I think when Jordan Davis was in the game, we averaged giving up two um, yards a rush. And when he left, we averaged giving up, I think, 12. So I don't know why he was not given more time. Um, uh, James Bradbury had a huge pick six. Um, so that's that's something that we could build off of when we actually brought pressure. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was an overall great game for the Eagles. A win's a win. I was a little frustrated after. But, hey, you know, we didn't score in the first or fourth quarters. Able to... Sneak out a dub. So Man, they showed that uh, James Bradbury pick at the stadium, and that was a great play. Yeah. At that, first, I thought he was down. Yeah, and I was like, oh. What What was crazy, you know, when, when we brought blitz after, you know, they came down, marched right down the field, and scored. After that, three straight drives. I think it was three and outs, two straight three and outs, then a pick six. So you know, when our defense is able to bring pressure, you know, it's it's a tough. It was a tough defense, but and then we just sat back and let the Lions just do whatever they wanted. So, I had two more in, actually interesting stats to add that uh, you know, having the Bears game um, yesterday, the Bears in the first half didn't have a reception to the receiver; they were all to running backs. And then um, on all on thirty of uh, Lance's dropbacks, which are all of them, the Bears did not send a blitz once. They were the the teams who do that are one in six, so that was an interesting set to see. They forced turnovers and had him rush a lot without blitzing or setting too much pressure. I think that also had to do with the weather. You know, yeah, you don't have. It's not you can you can drop back in coverage and you know get a rush for guys. You know, it's hard to throw the ball in. General. They were he, the Bears were getting gashed on the run too, which is which is worrisome. But you know, you can fix that. And the conditions are bad, so everybody was sliding and. So the one thing I will say about the Eagles' offense, you know, I just didn't really feel like there was trust yet. Um, you know, there was a lot of times where they brought – I think the, the Lions brought the most blitz out of any team minus the – I think it was the Chiefs, I believe, or the Cardinals. It was one of the two teams. Um, we faced – the Eagles faced the most blitz this week in the NFL. Um, and, you know, you have A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard. You know, just tr- trust your guys throw it up. He was able – he had, he had enough time to throw. He just he, he trusted his legs, which, I mean, early on in the season, that's fine. But throughout the season, he's got to be able to trust his guys. So, anyways, moving on, we'll kind of fly through these. Pats, Dolphins, 20-7. to um, You know, Dolphins look pretty convincingly like the better team in yeah, this that, game. That defense was didn't, – that first drive, didn't Matt Jones throw an interception? Um, Xavier Howard forced it or whatever, and it was Javon Holland who took it? I believe so, yeah. That was – I saw that. It was the game – the Bears game started late, so – Watched a couple of the first drives and stuff. I was just checking Twitter, so that was a good play by the defense. Two zero, he missed some wide open throws, but uh, you when you have Tyreek and Jalen Waddle and Mike Gesicki, yeah, they can bail you out. Yeah, and you don't Tyreek's have... faster than ever. Yes. I think he, he, I think he's faster than it was last year. It looks like it. And we'll, we'll see. You know, I think this opened up a little bit more for Jalen Waddle to thrive. You mm-hmm. know, I mean Tyreek Hill eight catches, ninety four yards. Waddle four catch sixty nine yards and a touchdown, but you know I, I think it's interesting. You know that Patriots offense with um, Matt Patricia calling plays that's just very interesting. So mm-hmm. yeah, not really too much to say here. Um, 
you did say whoever won this game would be a better team, so I'm, I, I believe you're thinking that the, the Dolphins are going to be better than yep. the Pats this year. Okay. Yep. Which it has proved opposite the past three years, I believe. So we will see. Ravens took care of the Jets. I mean, just a dominant performance for the Ravens, especially um, second-year wide receiver Rashad Bateman with two touchdown catches. Um, Jets didn't really produce much. I didn't think their defense did that bad. You know, it's it's tough. Mm -hmm. it, it is very tough when you're playing against Lamar Jackson, especially in kind of a downpour. So, you know, running the ball is going to be kind of a thing that he's going to be able to do. So, kind of just moving on um, to the next game, which was the Jags against the Commanders. This one came down to the wire. Jahan Dotson with a huge touchdown catch in the fourth quarter to put the Commanders up 28-22. to 22. I think we overreacted that pick. He looked solid yesterday. I know at the draft, you know, we were like, why did they pick him first round or why did they pick him this early? And, and I think he looked solid yesterday from what I saw. He did. And, um, you know, Carson Wentz um, – Four touchdown passes. Now, he did throw two picks, but, you know. It's still 2-1, to one, which is solid. That is, a, that is a solid for your first game in a new team. That is a pretty solid statistic. Um, you know, coming off of seven picks last year, um, already he's thrown two. But, you know, I mean, four touchdowns, that's pretty solid for him. Um, Browns at, at Carolina. This was kind of a crazy game. You know, the Browns jumped out to a big lead kind of in the second quarter. Um, and then the Panthers come back and they kick a game-winning field goal. Uh, Cade York, um, fifty-eight yards, right? Fifty-eight yard field goal, which is a Longest crazy team record. Yeah, yeah team and that's the first time I think they won a Week One game. I think since like two thousand and four. I think it's that's, that's, years, that's crazy. Which you know the Browns, Jacoby Brissett. You know if, if they can keep pace with their division first three quarters of the season, if Sean comes back, I mean that's pretty crazy. Um, Texans Colts, our first tie of the season. Um, almost had two of them. We almost had two of them, um, which, which is crazy to think about. I think we had two ties last year. We're already up to one. Um, Colts traveled to, to um, not Texan land, to the um, NRG Stadium in Houston. Um, kind of jumped up three nothing on the first drive. Um, Colts respond, or the Texans scored the next twenty. The Colts with a seventeen point fourth quarter comeback. Um, Jonathan Taylor, 31 carries, 161 yards, and a touchdown. The best running back in the NFL, proved it again. He's better than Derrick Henry. We know this. I I mean, again, it's one game. We'll we'll see. I they, get they, it. I know for a fact that they're going to be lightning his load this year uh, with Matt Ryan, you know, throwing 50 passes, which is something I don't think they did at all last year. They didn't really trust Carson Wentz last year. No. When we went to the game, we saw they ran a lot, and Carson Wentz kind of proved to uh, – Kind of prove that when some of the uh, passes he made. So, um, leading receiver is Michael Pittman. Um, you know, the Texans and the Colts were kind of balanced in their passing offense. Um, you know, Davis Mills, 23 to 37, didn't throw as much, but, you know, two touchdowns, no picks. That's not, that's not a hard, he had a 46.3 quarterback rating, though, which is kind of weird. Um, I think that's actually my stat. I, I was 23 to 37 this past week throwing. Hmm. That's kind of funny. Um, already. Moving on to the next game, yeah, and then the Colts kicker missed the game-winning field goal in overtime. So, And then we had another game that came down to the wire. The Giants come back against the um, Tennessee Titans. Um, Did we talk about Steelers? Uh, now we're getting into the uh, 4 o'clock games or 3 o'clock, whatever. 
Um, yes, we did forget the Steelers-Bengals game. Um, this was a crazy one. If you kind of want to go over this one, David. Um, well, um, real quick to add, uh, Steelers star T.J. Watt is feared to have a suffered a torn pack and likely to be out for the season, according to Ian Rappaport. So that's a big loss. They got all over Joe Burrow, forced uh, four interceptions and a uh, fumble, four, uh, four of which turnovers came in the uh, first half alone. And uh, thankfully I started the Steelers' defense in fantasy because they got me a lot of points. Um, Trubisky was uh, 21-38, 194, and a touchdown. Um, Najee, 10 carries, 23 yards. Weird. And a slow. Uh, Pat Frymuth, leading receiver, five receptions, 75 yards. Najee did have that receiving touchdown. Then on uh, Bengals-wise, Joe Burrow, 33 of uh, 53, two, uh, 338 yards, two touchdowns, four interceptions. Mixon, 27 carries, 82 yards. Jamar Chase had uh, one of the touchdowns. and uh, But Steelers come out winning overtime, 23-20. Crazy game, crazy couple games here to start off. Um, Great week one. Yeah, um, the Giants, you know, Saquon Barkley, 18 carries, 164 yards and a touchdown. Um, the Giants were able to score late, get a two-point conversion to take the lead. Titans drive right down the field, get into field goal range, and then miss the kick. Uh, miss, missed a 42-yard kick. Uh, I think wow. it was uh, Randy Bullock, or Ryan Suckup, I believe, not Randy Bullock. Um, another late game, kind of just wasn't a blow up, but it wasn't really a close game. Vikings taking care of business against Green Bay. Um, scored in all four quarters. Uh, played a very consistent game. Justin Jefferson, nine receptions, 184 yards, two touchdowns. Um, that new offense definitely looks looks to be in a groove. So Kirk Cousins was very efficient yesterday. Nine incompletions off of 23 com- completions. Um, no no turnovers from him. Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, 22-34, 195 yards, zero touchdowns, an interception. And I see Jordan Love came in at the end of the game. I, you know, I was on my way back home from uh, the game, so didn't really watch this game. A.J. Dillon and uh, Aaron Jones both had combined 15 carries and under 100 yards still. A.J. Dillon did have a touchdown. Oh, uh, yeah, Green Bay. Falls to uh, Minnesota. Yeah. Um, Chiefs took care of business against the Cardinals. Pat Mahomes, 30 of 39, 360 yards, five touchdowns. Um, I think it's safe to say that, you know, without Tyreek Hill, at least this one game observation, playing a decent team in the Arizona Cardinals, um, you know, they're able to put up points without Tyreek. Um, they do seem a lot more balanced on offense. He's not just favoring one guy, um, which can be a good thing or a bad thing. But, um, yeah, good win for the Chiefs week one, who I think we will go over our power rankings um, next episode after all all the games are played. Um, the Raiders lost to the Chargers. This was came down to the wire. Um, you know, head coaching debut for Josh McDaniels. Um, you know, I didn't think they looked horrible. Devonta Adams, uh, 10 receptions, 141, 141 yards and a touchdown. Um yeah, I mean, Chargers, Clue Mack had three sacks. Um, that that's 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 pretty crazy. Yeah, that's he played well. Oh, what we say is healthy. Yeah, again, I think I don't think he's old or I don't think he's regressed. But. No, he just has had an injury history, you know, the last couple of years, and hopefully that changes. He was I, playing I, for the Chicago Bears. He's so playing yeah. for the Bears um, with Matt Nagy. 
And then our Sunday night game, last but not least, the Cowgirls lost to the Buccaneers 19-3. Um, however, the big news is um, Dak Prescott is set to be out for six to eight weeks. Uh, he's having the surgery. Uh, to your parents, stabilize his thumb coming up here. And uh, they, they don't have a definitive timetable yet, but after surgery they will, according to Ian. So that, that's big news. Uh, six to eight weeks, that's half the year. That, yeah, and they play a couple of interesting games, too. You know, they play the Eagles. I think they play the Giants and Commanders in that stretch. They play the Bengals next week, which I hope is a blowout, but we shall see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Bucks still look a little more balanced this year. Um, 27 pass attempts. Um, Leonard Fournette alone had 21 carries. Um, and, you know, didn't really put up that many points. You know, they, I, think, I think they kicked four field goals. Yeah, one touchdown. But, you know, I mean – the defense like that, and you're not turning the ball over. I think they had Brady through one pick, I think. But, you know, if you're consistent on offense and you're balanced, keeping the defense off the field with Tom Brady, that's sky's the limit. So, yeah. Um, tonight, the Broncos are playing the Seahawks. Tickets are as low as $96. I'm looking at um, looking at the broadcast here. Um, I believe the Broncos are six-and-a-half-point favorites. This is David's lock. Um, right now, David has 19 points on our little ATL pickums here, and I have 10 points. His could go up to 24. Um, he could he realistically will take a 24 to 11 lead. Um, Eagles were my lock. Uh, that gave me five points. They sneaked out a victory. Um, you know, I just was kind of off on a couple of my picks. Um, he also did have the upset pick at the Bears, so that takes a big lead for him. Um, but you know, it could go down to it could be a 14 to 10 score if the Broncos end up losing tonight. So, yeah. Not, um, not really too much else to go over today. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, this is the Across the Line Podcast. My name is Liam Mickle. I'm David Peters.